1: Welcome to another edition of Around the Coin, the premier podcast for all things banking, payments, and fintech. Here are your hosts, Mike Townsend,
2: Brian Romley, and Faisal Khan. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Around the Coin. Today we have the two of us, uh, myself here, Mike Townsend, and Brian Romley, on the show after a, God, was it almost a four hour pre show. So uh, getting off the high of that, or I guess riding the wave of that into this show, which uh, we're going to do about 15 minutes today and kind of do an update on some news, kind of discuss what's happening in the world. Um, Brian, how are things on your end, man?
0: Good morning, Mike. Things are doing wonderful. Uh, I really appreciate the pre-show. We we, we covered some small things in life, did a little book club stuff. Uh, (laughs) But um, uh, things are going good. How about yourself? Uh, You've been busy?
2: Uh, no, fantastic. Um, uh, you, one of the things I love about our pre-show is we get a chance to dive in on just about any topic under the sun, and while I wish we could record one of these pre-shows and put it out, it's a kind of a training ground or a and d area, if you will. We run over so many different ideas with such rapid fire and then try to bring the best of those to light during the show. Um,
0: I love that. Yeah, and someday, who knows, we might find a format for it. Uh, we might... Create a roundtable of like-minded individuals, thousands that Mm. come and and assemble their ideas. I don't Mm. know. We might start a movement. But, yeah, I absolutely enjoy it. It's yeah. a great way to spend a good morning. I
2: think the biggest thing I, t- I t- take away from it, really, it's something that's been evolved, sort of as we've had these conversations, is the is the idea of ideas. You know, the the concept of valuing the 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 social currency of an idea, um, very tangentially or very um, pragmatically and materialistically, saying this idea has worth, um, other ideas have worth, and how they all get mixed together through use of traveling and interacting in person, but also through the. Internet and the tools we have available to us, it's so interesting to see how our world is really shaped around that. And, um, you know, we look at the material world is what we see and tend to obsess over and think about. But it really is about uh, all about ideas.
0: I love that distillation. You know, the way I see it is uh, put a, a cap on this is I see that first off, nothing ever happens without the idea first. It, it, it's not accidental. And, you know, a discovery may be accidental to a certain level, but one must be receptive uh, to the fertility of that idea in the right fertile ground for it to take hold. So ideas can bounce off of us at the wrong time in our life, in the wrong mindset, and not take hold. And, and it could skip generations and thousands of years. And then finally, the idea hits fertile ground and the right amount of sun and, uh, and, and, uh, and water and soil allow that idea to germinate and become a seed to a, uh, a plant to a fruit that creates more seeds. And that's in, I think, conceptually where the human experience has always been. And mm. taking the step back, yeah, I think is what we wind up doing is we look at the germination periods and wonder, is there a way that we can fertilize fertilize the imagination of individuals so that ideas can take hold um, in our time? Mm. So maybe less things that are what we would deem as negative. Yeah.
2: It helps think through these things uh, purely as building the, the muscle memory, uh, if you will, as to I love it. how yeah. to digest other things in life. Because when you go down the, the deep paths in the deep end and you learn to swim there, then coming back to, you know, the business strategy and, you know, companies buying companies seem, seem relatively easier or you can understand them in a slightly um, more simplistic light, if you will.
0: Down. Exactly. I mean, you're a marathoner, right, Mike? You train for this. And you understand that that training, that muscle memory, that physical muscle memory allows you to know where your limits are. You 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 can deconvince yourself, I can't make it. I can't go. But once you've proven to yourself, I can get there. This is the same true with ideas and history. History proves us, yes, you can get there. Yes, you can overcome obstacles. You look around us, especially today. Today is Sunday. It's a very highly charged political day over the last 72 hours of life for people. And, you know, people say, how do I make it through? it?" And what what is all this about? And I say that history has informed this. We've overcome human beings, all of this stuff, no matter what side of the uh, the position you take, humanity is going to overcome these things, and 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 exercising your mind and thought and and focusing and maybe meditating. I you know I'm not going to go down that road, but maybe single thought in mind and and maybe erasing thought in mind for a moment to listen to what is really going on assist you in this just like any other form of training and I think that's kind of what we wind up doing we, we, we do a workout session uh, on Sunday morning sometimes <laughs> yeah,
2: I know heavy really <laughs> lifting one, one of the things that makes it really great is like coming in with a lot of momentum for your own life's experiences and, but then also be very open minded to uh, to just pry like I practice asking you questions that get I you, love point it. you in the right direction and, and, and exploit the differences in views um, as opposed to generalities um, yeah,
0: well, I, what, what is so important and I think why we resonate on this and why I it's so value it is that ideas don't live in a vacuum they can't survive without the fertility of the water, the sunlight, the wind and the environment and the opposing forces that will doom potentially that plant we might call them weeds but they're not weeds they belong to be then that dirt like anything else but we plant that seed Maybe we call it, I'll call it artificially, and we, we, we step back and we say, "Okay, these ideas—we're we're not sure what the seed is. We think it's important. Let's see what grows from it." Mm. And sometimes something wonderful grows from it. But if you if you downright reject the notion that a seed of an idea is valuable, you downright reject the potential of the change that new seeds that you cannot possibly predict. Can you predict? what that seed is going to do. Can you look at a grapefruit seed and know that it's going to be a grapefruit, a cherry seed? Unless you've already seen a cherry before, you don't know what it produces. And that's the the humbling reality of the human experience. Uh, instead of rejecting what we see as the future, maybe just take a step back and say, what does it mean? Maybe it's not all that bad. Maybe it's not all that good, but, you know, maybe I can influence it. Maybe I can't. It's it's not nullism it's not nilism, it's just awareness and i think you uh you're a great workout uh buddy you 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 know sometimes you drop the weights on me it's like get tougher get tougher there and and uh you know we're we're all in marathon training and i think um i think that's our definition of yeah. life uh,
2: yeah it's sort of like as we as we discussed pre-show a lot of the the conversations that come up around the atmosphere we're in with uh with with our current political climate, and we discuss a lot of that stuff. But I think the important part is to just proliferate your ideas. Whatever whatever you view um, as as your stance, be both persistent and open minded. And I tolerant. think just, yeah, I would call it tolerance, tolerant, tolerant of others. And but like, I think the the idea of just pushing, just regurgitating information that other people say is is not as interesting as contributing a new perspective to it. You know, you're that,
0: disempowering. Think... You're disempowering yourself. Yeah. Uh, for, form your own opinion, uh, defend it or reject it, but form it and, 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 and be willing to be wrong and be willing to be right, you know, and, and that noise, that annoying noise that you just want to go away, let it be, let it have its right to exist uh, you can mute your ears, you can walk in another direction, but you don't need it to go away. It, 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 it it's a weed to, to you but to somebody else it's food you know yeah. so I, I can't be the judge of that all i know is the things that we eat today were weeds at one time corn was a weed wheat was a weed uh, apple trees to a certain level was a weed well the concept, These the concept of, of agriculture <laughs> itself yes um so so let us let us understand that and gain a perspective all that means is tolerance i'm not uh, i'm not uh, saying that anybody's view is valid or invalid uh, that's for you whoever hears us to judge mm-hmm. and that's the clarity and that clarity is not mine it's it's the intelligence that we learn from the ancients they've been screaming it screaming it to us for generations and you know let's just hear it you know um that's what i say so
2: with that let's dive into a couple new. yeah
0: interesting we times week
2: um, samsung bought vib we can kick it off there what are your thoughts there this obviously relates to uh, your, your recent realm of interest
0: Yeah, my voice-first manifesto, my voice-first thesis. What's going on? Well, Viv is formed from the uh, core group that built uh, Siri. And Siri was acquired by Apple. And Siri was uh, an outgrowth of SRI International, a um, military think tank, uh, part of Stanford University, essentially. And uh, they are known to advance things and they're known to spin them off into the private sector. Siri was that, um, you know, DAG was one of the leaders that built this company, Siri. Uh, For whatever reason, let's just say that there was a cultural clash. One of the last things that Steve Jobs, Steve passed away on October 5th this last week, and it's ironic in a sense. One of the last things that Steve did, last big uh, movements, was to acquire Siri and he said to DAG, and you know, this is off the it was off the record for a while, but he you know, it's kind of out there now. He said to DAG, one of the most important transformations, uh, larger than a smartphone, larger than a PC, is uh, voice based uh, interactions with computers. It will define a whole new paradigm and uh, Apple needs to be at the forefront of that. So he calls him up on his cell phone. Who does he call? And says uh dag on the yep. cell phone and, and and he says come to my house i want to meet you and of course dag said yes almost, he almost didn't take the call he, he ironically the cell phone at the time was an apple sorry I, apple iphone one and he's trying to slide right to unlock it and it wasn't working and he said this is cupertino let me get it you know and he I, maybe he kind of knew it was steve jobs i don't know but he, when he finally did he was stunned and steve was in a sort of a bad condition uh, at that point and, uh, and he said, This is uh, very important. I, I, I want to give you a, a clear runway. This is going to be as material important as the iPhone. Steve passed away uh, October 5th. It was a, probably about a year later, uh, maybe a, a, after they acquired Siri. Maybe, uh, I don't, again, you can check the history on it. It wasn't a long period of time, but Steve wasn't actively involved in the company at the moment. Uh, he made the acquisition. Long story short, When he passed away, a lot of the focuses were on the iPhone and not on voice. Uh, History will show that uh, Jeff Bezos and Amazon took that indirectly or directly. I don't know. I think it was just through osmosis, through Alexa. But the frustration inside the Siri team was this isn't moving quickly enough. Again, uh, this is not what anybody has officially said to me. I I know some people involved, but I'm not... By the way, giving an exact determination of what they said to me, because I honor their privacy. But let's just say it's pretty clear that Apple didn't take Siri as seriously as the original Siri team, because it didn't do exactly what Siri did before Apple purchased it even today. Siri, in some ways, was more advanced as a standalone application than it is today. Uh, So anyway, they regrouped after they left a few months later, and they formed uh, 6.5, or uh, essentially VIV. It was a labs uh, where they were building the concept of this brain, that they call it, uh, of VIV, which is essentially voice-driven AI.
2: So is it the core team at Siri left to start VIV, right?
0: Exactly. And now they're owned by Samsung. Now,
2: yeah, so so, do you view that as a loss by Apple? I mean, that has to be. Yes. that's that's a it, pretty sad it's, day.
0: It's a phenomenal loss by Apple, by Google, and by Facebook because they should have been acquiring this company for what for for whatever value they would have asked. Literally, I'm not. You know, of course, there's some within reason. If not for strategic reasons, for the reasons to gain access to this immensely amazing technology. Now, the question would be, very knee-jerk, and you'll see this, everybody analyzing the Samsung purchase. Oh, they're going to make a smartphone with Viv on it like Siri. No. Samsung is an appliance company. Samsung is a medical equipment company. Samsung is a manufacturing machine uh, intelligence company. And they see Viv across all of their products, washing machines, dryers, um, dishwashers, air conditioners, television sets, medical heart monitoring systems, you name it, they're going to introduce Viv into that system. When you look at it through that lens, it all of a sudden seems incredible because that's what my voice thesis was about. I made the declaration a couple of years back that will it would equal now 10 years in 10 years uh 50 of all computer interactions will be via voice and people would argue with me that's insane the keyboard's not going away i never said it the display's not going away i didn't say it i said voice assisted ai will replace your interactions with many computers and that includes your dishwasher your air conditioner your television I don't know about you, but if you've looked at a modern dishwasher, it's got more settings than the user interface <laughs> allows know. you to understand. I know. All right. So so what is what does a modern technologist say to do today? And especially now, making,
2: it, it, Brian, it's a good point. Now, especially when it's so easy, Amazon advertises like crazy their Echo, but also the Echo Dot. You buy six of these yes. little things, and they're just, they're Put them just everywhere. voice receivers, right? I mean, it's very simple. That's all they are. Connection yeah. to their – yeah.
0: So so what is one to do? So the modern technologist, the nerd that I am, and the nerds that are around me will say, okay, Brian, you're right. The, inter- the user interface to a washing machine and, and dryer and dishwasher and air conditioner and TV is, is ridiculous. But I know how to fix it. I'm build an app. Yeah, they've done that, and it still ain't working. You want to know what you want to do? You want to go up to your dishwasher and say, hey, dishwasher, I just put in fine china. Hopefully in the future you don't even have to say it. I just put in my fine silverware. Uh, hopefully in the future you don't shouldn't say it, that. It my fine know. crystal. I know. know, I go. But but let's just say we're in trend- transition. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and go and wash it at 11 o'clock. You know, Bill had a really bad cold. So I want you not to save energy and double sterilize that sucker because, you know, I don't want to get sick like Bill. All right. And then you walk away and it takes care of it. Now, in the future, of course, it'll know it's AI. But what I'm saying is that we use our voice to direct the AI to do heavy lifting for us. And that's why Samsung is doing it. If you look at one of their heart monitors or one of their MRI systems, that explosion there, you you know, you look at their MRI system, there's over 9,000 interactions that one can do on one of their MRI systems. To train a technician for each iteration of these new MRI uh, devices, Uh, can take up to three years. Meanwhile, they're building a new version, so they're never quite caught up. How do you fix this complexity? Oh, well, I simplify the user interface. No. You just tell it what you want it to do. The voice-assisted AI will find the feature, make sure it happens, and it gets done, and you monitor it as a professional to make sure it's doing what it's supposed to do, and you have the, the, the controls if you need to. That's how it's being done, and that's the wisdom that Samsung has. So this is not Samsung phones against iPhones or Google phones. It's Samsung, a manufacturer who looks at complexity and is getting the wisdom to say, Hey, I don't know how to make our complex refrigerators or washer and dryers to be easier to use. Cause if I did, if I could, I would have done it a long time ago. We, we do, we were actually doing our best. So when you go to an appliance store and you look at this complexity, look at them doing their best. Cause that's what they're saying in that product we've done our best you and i as technologically one percenters who are listening here say that's bs i can do better with a crayon yes but you're not samsung and unfortunately most uh, most japanese and korean manufacturers are known to feature bloat we call it the kitchen sink form of product featuring Uh, because that's the way they incrementally distinguish their product in the marketplace. I can spend hours explaining why that is a valid philosophy, hence why it's there. It's there not because it doesn't work. It's there. Feature bloat exists in the market because it does work like a broken clock works. And I'm not saying as an Apple iPhone user and a lover of minimalism, uh, Johnny Ive and, uh, and Dieter Rahm, I'm not saying I agree with it, for my own self, but obviously the rest of the world does because they buy these complex products that they never can pretend to ever actually use. So I'm a technologist and I go and I look at my, uh, my wife and I just upgraded our washer machine and dryer. And I look at the complexity and she goes, Oh, I figured it out. I, I, I saw a few videos and I read a couple of booklets on it and I know how to do it. And I'm like, you know, I, I bless you for being able to do that. Cause I did it and I still don't get some of the features, right? and so here we have all these features, and we don't have access to it. so how do we get, how do we mediate that? We talk to it. We interact with it. We might have a dialogue. uh some people laugh and say, "I don't want to talk to my dishwasher," and it sounds great, but you know, live in a real world, look at the real uh sense. Ask your mom how she's dealing with her new washer and dryer, and she'll look at you with her hands up. Oh, I just use one setting. I don't know what these other settings mean. And you might laugh, Mom. It's got nine thousand settings. You're putting you're putting cotton with with uh, polyester and all this. You can do these different settings. Whites and I don't know. I just mm. do one setting. So so that's one of the reasons why it's there. But if I was Apple, what insanity! I love Apple. You know, I, I'm a big fan. Most of my discredit, people get mad at me. What kind of insanity exists that you let the the Siri team leave and then when they come back with self-programming advanced AI technology and you don't tell them to come back for what essentially is I can't speak to the exact amount of the transaction. Yes, it was a large amount, but would be maybe a couple of hours of Apple sales. I mean, I I don't understand. Why would you aid in in a bet a competitor, which ultimately will put it in a phone? when you could at least uh, from a game theory standpoint take it off the market. And why why would Google do that and why would Facebook not oh, do you this? Can't,
2: you can you can't block them from doing another thing. They can always quit and you know start again. You could pay them a of ton course.
0: of money. Of so. course. Of course. But but what you should do as a leader if you acquire a company, you you should create fertile ground, I will use a metaphor again, so that these people have no reason to leave. You yeah. give them the ability to invent their ideas all dag and team wanted to do and he said this with his posting is he said i wanted to see this as far and as deep within people's lives as possible and samsung offered that opportunity we will operate as an independent company and samsung will utilize our technology so that sounds like he got that deal and i think that was the 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 table stakes i think when the company was built you know, being uh, looked at to be acquired. All of the companies I mentioned were looking at acquiring it and more of which I can't say. Uh, these other ones are obvious. <clears throat> they were told, essentially, if you want us to stay, we're independent because it didn't work before, right? The marriage didn't work the way it was supposed to before. So, you know, we'll be really good friends with benefits, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that Whatever that theory would have been. Uh, unfortunately, from a, American uh, business versus you know mm. Korean business, uh, you know teammanship. Uh, we lost uh, the if we're quote unquote the American team. Uh, in reality, what it really means is we're going to be seeing voice used across uh, the board yeah. and quickly. Uh, I know we got to call this and uh, to an end. Uh, at the simultaneously this week, Google came out with their Google Assistant. It is AI yeah, that is so saw this. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a Google Home, which uh, ironically doesn't have a name other than Google, which I think is a mistake. Uh, their Amazon Echo and Alexa response. So we're entering a time where the manifesto of what I've been saying about voice has taken a quantum leap forward. We'll be talking about this more in future shows. This mm-hmm. is sort of a news flash mm-hmm. that. The acquisition of Samsung is good news. It's not bad news. It's more about across an entire litany of Samsung products, even steamships that they make. uh, You imagine it; they make it. Samsung's heavy industries is huge. There's a good chance that we're going to start seeing voice-assisted AI, for better or for worse, across many things. All I can hope is that the ideas of minimalism are applied in these voice uh os's and i believe if dag and team are involved it will be Mm -hmm. so um that's our our broadcast for today and i think next week we're going to have a mondo broadcast so we uh we hope everybody tunes in
2: absolutely thanks brian for that breakdown look forward to next time
0: wonderful weekend everybody take care
2: all right bye-bye
1: sooner.